0: what's up everybody welcome back to the cinemania world podcast my name is dwayne once again i am joined by alex alex how you doing good how are you pretty good welcome to episode nine of the cinemania world show where we dive into all of today's latest uh movie news and movie reviews and as as well as television news and reviews so let's get started alex what's going on episode nine
1: I know. Can you believe it? Too, we're, we got more episodes now than Star Wars.
0: Gee, G God, you're right. <laughs> I just, it's it's <laughs> crazy how we're already at episode nine. It goes to show how every, you know, how how quickly this thing goes. If we didn't, if we did a show during Fourth of July week, we probably would have been at episode ten. But yeah, definitely. holidays are, are much more important. Spend time with family, yeah, we, guys.
1: We had a lot of fun last week with Jared Buckendahl.
0: Jared Buckendahl was amazing. Great, ho- uh, great guest on the show. We've been, I've been having a lot of great guests on the show, and that just means a lot that any everybody out in the uh, film universe and the film world is willing to come on. The people that we can get right now. Uh, Tuesday, Monday. I mean, was it Monday or Tuesday? Fuck, I don't know. But like uh, Tuesday, 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 Tuesday I was able to get uh, Hannah Smith on the show. I don't know if you listen to that show, but I was able to get Hannah Smith from the Twitter world on the show. She's a big fan of Halloween. So that was the horror show. So that was pretty cool. And like you said last week, we had we had Jared Buckendahl. Hopefully, he can come again. And yeah, it's gonna be yeah. a lot of having a bunch of guests on. I'm so I'm so for having people having new people on the show. You know, it means the world to me that they're willing to come on. You know.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. So, guys, before we get into our big topics of the day, I know you're itching for us to give our thoughts on everything that's been going on this week. But before we before we dive into all of that, we just wanted to say a couple of words about our fellow nerd and geek of the world and of the film universe, and that is John Snapp. Uh I just want to say a couple words about John Snapp. as you guys probably already know. Last week, he um, he passed away due to due to a catastrophic stroke. And um, he had to be let off life support. And when I got the news, I was really sad. Alex, I know you didn't know him that well. But, like, as a guy myself who watched Collider Heroes and who watches Collider Movie Talk on a regular, you know, it was a really big blow to me. Because this guy is, like, he's, like, the, uh, the godfather of just geek, of, like, just geek life. And he made... He made me feel like, you know, I wasn't alone as far as loving comic books and loving movies and loving horror and stuff like that. And not watching sports, but just so invested in movies and television and just the comic book world. And he's just such a, was such a fantastic guy to watch, to learn from. I got into comic books because of John Schnapp and his love for comic books and it's just crazy. So, what are your what are your thoughts on all of that, Alex?
1: Uh, it's a very unfortunate situation. Uh, like you said, I I didn't really I didn't really know the guy. You know, I knew he was part of Collider. Um, I never really watched uh, Collider Heroes, and I never actually watched the documentary that he made. But I know that he made it. Yeah, and I've heard it's a really good documentary, and that is. Uh, um, I think it. I think it's called uh, Superman Lives. Like. The death, of, or like the death of yeah. Superman lives, or something. It's something yeah. like that. Um, it's a it's a documentary I've I've been wanting to watch for a while and just haven't mm-hmm. gone around to doing it. But uh, right, yeah, it's a very it's a very unfortunate thing. Um, the people that knew him and his family members, I know what they're going through uh, with someone who had a stroke. Because um, my aunt actually passed away a few years ago from a stroke. Right. Right. Um, Sorry. to So hear, I... Yeah, so I kind of I kind of
0: know how that how that how that feels a little bit. Yeah. Um, it was very I mean, sad. It was very I mean, it was like is it, it, it felt like two weeks ago literally like two and a half weeks ago I was watching his episode of Heroes and then I hear that he had I hear that he's in the hospital and then I hear that he had that he pat when when I when I saw that his um his fantastic wife who's been so strong and so like up up front about everything on on uh, Twitter, uh, Holly Payne has been so like she announced it and stuff, and it's just it's just crazy, you know. Yeah. Collider and Collider Screen Junkies, a bunch of a bunch of uh, film film YouTubers uh, spoke out spoke out about it and everything, and it's just it's yeah. it's, it's, it's amazing how everyone came together in such this in, in such a rough time, but it's just. Um, my my prayers and condolences are with all of his close friends you yeah, know same it, here. it's different from us watching from watching from afar but you know my yeah. condolences is with all people who were close to him and really was impacted yeah. by him in some way his family yeah, and same. friends rest in nerd paradise John Snap, you will be missed gone but never yep. forgotten alright so yep. alright guys yeah. we'll get in oh go ahead did you have something to say
1: uh, yeah. yeah I was just going to say uh same with
0: me. Condolences to his friends and family. Right. So, um. All right, guys. Enough of the sad stuff. <laughs> but get we're gonna good stuff, right. Stuff. We're gonna get into the. We're gonna get into our key topics of the week. And the first big key topic this week, guys, is James Gunn. I'm sure everyone knows about it by now. James Gunn has been fired from the Guardians of Galaxy Volume Three after his his controversial tweets. That was up, sent out. That was you know, put on surface a couple of weeks ago, and they were old tweets. I'm not gonna say what the. T- I don't. I, Alex, I don't know if you know or not, but I'm not gonna oh, go yeah, into. De- I'm not gonna go into detail of what the tweets were about. Yeah, they were no, just some. No,
1: you'll you you
0: probably get in trouble. They they were just some fucked up things. They were some yeah. fucked up shit. You know. So yeah. before I say my thoughts, what are your thoughts on this? And then like I know the big question was the big question was, well, who's going to do Volume 3? Is it scrapped? I know he had just finished, like, a third draft of the script. So it's just... just What are your thoughts on this whole development?
1: Well, if you're going to post something on social media and you delete it, one, make sure it's not controversial. Two, just because you delete it does not mean it's gone forever. Um, I forget exactly what he said, but... If you're gonna po- if you're gonna say something on social media, just don't say anything controversial. Like, I mean, obviously, like it's gonna come back to haunt him, and it did. Uh, I mean, he he he's a good filmmaker, I'll say that. But, right. Right. But after seeing after seeing these tweets, like he comes across as an asshole.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like just some just some guy who's too big for his ego. Um, I do not think that. Fans should be petitioning for him to come back for Guardians Three. That's just me, though. Um, I don't think Guardians Three is gonna get scrapped entirely. Mm-hmm. I think it's just gonna. I think. I think it's just gonna be somebody else is gonna come in. They're gonna do. They're gonna do uh, their own thing, and maybe maybe they'll try and work off of his drafts. But I I don't know. I mean, he. I don't think he deserves to come back.
0: No, I mean, I I just with me. It's just, you lost me when you're, like... When I saw the... Okay, so when I saw the tweets, of course they were disgraceful and disgusting and stuff. Yeah. And a lot of people's arguments is that, oh, well, a bunch of Marvel stars has, like, has, like, done stuff in their past. You know, it's all about how you change. And I get that. I I really get Uh, that. Now, if he would have said something like, hmm, like... I'm trying to, if he would have said something like, uh, I don't know, like, what's what's controversial? Like, fuck somebody, or I don't give a fuck about this and like, that.
1: Like, 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 fuck DC or something.
0: Or something like that, and or if he would have just... Like, or, some,
1: some racial slur or something.
0: Or, or even that, or if he did something like... Like if he got like a like arrested for something in the past, I don't think you should. I don't. Everyone, if you if you go back and listen to a bunch of like Robert Downey Jr.'s past is not the greatest. If you go oh. down, if you go down the infamous path of everyone, you're gonna find a skeleton of somehow. Now, what yeah. I won't, but what but for me personally, I don't think just because it was in the past tweets about young boys and pedophilia is, yeah. is that's just something you can't come back from, you know? No. And yeah. we don't know what he's done physically in his life. And, because as yeah. far as we know right now is that they're jokes and he was just joking, but you, it's like, especially if you're, if you're a, if you're trying to be a director in the future like like say for me I want to be in a, my future I want I want it to consist of to, of being an established screenwriter right so right now I'm not going to go and tweet some shit that I know I know, it eventually it's gonna catch up to me. And then, say I'm writing the next, like, say I'm writing the next Mission, Impos- Mission Impossible movie, and then, oh, five years ago, Dwayne actually sent out this tweet about pedophiles and shit. Of course, you know what I'm yeah. saying. It's just like you gotta write your own history in a way, and yeah. no matter how, no matter where you are in life, especially on social media, it's things are different when you're talking to someone else in person. But especially on social media, you got to write your own history a little better and you got to be and you got to have responsibility of what you say, because no matter if you delete it or not, they're going to come back to you and they're going to haunt you, you know, and that's what's happening with him. You know, it's yeah. like all the it's it's kind of like all the um, actors and directors and producers who last year was called out and fired from whatever because of because of um, because of doing because of the ab- um, harassment and abuse. You know, yeah,
1: yeah all exactly. that's
0: going to come back to you. So that's just my stance on it.
1: Yeah, I want to add. I want to add something to that, too. I did hear something that that wasn't the only reason why I heard. It's also because of his newer tweets. Um, about like opposing like Donald Trump. I mean, everybody does that because I hate fucking Trump. But I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody does that. Everybody knows Disney hates Trump. But I guess like I guess they weren't like too happy that he was tweeting about it. Mm-hmm. So I th- I mean that's what I heard. That that's another aspect of it that I heard. So I don't know.
0: Right. So I guess that's just my that's just my stance on it. You know, and like yeah. it's it's infor- it's unfortunate, but at least it's not like a thing where guardians it's canceled and he he got he made people lose a bunch of their jobs the good thing about that is that there will be a guardians 3 my thing about guardians 3 is just i'm just with how the fan base is i'm just so afraid of someone taking on the project and then the movie doesn't come out to people's standards and i can already see it so-and-so killed Guardians of the Galaxy. So-and-so oh, ruined yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, blah, better, blah, better blah. Better
1: hire, they better not hire Ryan Johnson then.
0: I, I, I mean, some people were saying Taika Waititi. Uh, uh, uh
1: The Russos. So That's my pick.
0: I don't think the Russos. I don't think the Russos yeah, is good at comedy. I think they could, I think they, I
1: think they could pull it off though.
0: Cause... I think, And I think you got to give other people chances. The Russos has like five... Projects in the MCU, and and I think yeah. I I all the Guardian stuff that was happening in Avengers Infinity War was all James Gunn when he was brought on to do that part of the script, and so when he was brought on to to actually be a part of those scenes, all that humor was James Gunn. I don't think yeah. I don't think the Russo was more Russo brothers are more of a thriller type of like like Winter Soldier, Civil War. I don't think they're good with humor. I think James Gunn is do good with humor, and Taika Waititi from Thor Ragnarok is obviously good with hu- humor as well. So yeah. I mean, I, I I think they should just bring in a whole new um director who's who's you know from the comedy not 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 so much of the comedy world, but who has a history of of really uh humor humorous type of film. I don't but I don't I I don't think the Russos at all. It's just
1: my I- I, I disagree. I think the Russos I think the Russos could pull it off. Um, I think if you have if you have the same writers that wrote uh, Infinity War because I don't, I don't know, did James Gunn actually write those scenes or was he just a creative consultant for them to write those scenes?
0: I think he was a I don't think I don't think he wrote the scenes. I think he was creative yeah. just like when yeah. when the when the Black Panther stuff came Uh, They brought in Ryan. They brought in all the directors of these films to help with the creative part of the scenes, like Ryan, Ryan Coogler, and James Gunn, and all that.
1: Yeah, but and here's my thing too. Like, if they if they go with Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely writing it, and the Russos directing it, like you still have Kevin Feige as the head of the MCU. Like he knows the Guardian. he, He and James Gunn know the Guardians better than anybody. So even even minus James Gunn, like if you have the Russos. I, the Rusers. the Russos, writing it or directing it rather, and then Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely writing. Like, I mean, you still have Kevin Feige there to, you know, give them creative consultants. I mean, I mean, you might even be able to approach James Gunn a little bit. He just might not have as much of a creative input. But I think, I think what they did with the Guardians in Infinity War, um, I think they really nailed it on the head what they did with the Guardians
0: in Infinity War, and that's why I think that they're the best pick. Who, the Russos? I don't... I just don't think... Okay, so when I watched the documentary of Infinity War, and I saw that they brought on the directors for those characters, I don't really... You, you can't really say how much of an input the Russos had over over the Guardian scenes. And just because you have a couple of good scenes of the Guardians doesn't mean you can, you, you can transform that into a whole, a whole movie of the no, Guardians.
1: I, I know that, but I'm... I think I think now though that they have a better understanding of the guardians. And so I'm sure
0: think, I'm sure I they think, do. I, I think I think where they've had experience
1: now, directing the guardians and like structuring those scenes with the guardians, I think that's what would make them the best choice.
0: I so I I don't think they will be a bad choice. I just want more people than the. I just want other people directors. Than the Russos, so I wouldn't I wouldn't mind if it was somebody completely brand new, bring in somebody new, uh maybe maybe even try to bring in like somebody, uh, bring back in somebody like Edgar Wright or something, or just someone new. I don't I don't, I don't, I don't think, think I'm I'm am tired of the I get the Russos vision. They they're doing the next Avengers four movie. I don't think we need any more Russos Avengers like direct direct directorial movies for a while. That's just me because they've done they did Winter Soldier, Civil War, Infinity War, and Avengers Four. That's four titles. I don't think they need to be a, a, um, Guardians. Guardians director. That's just overload of Uso, of of one vision, and that's the Russos' vision. And and the thing about the MCU is that there's a bunch of there's a there's a wide like spectral of directors and filmmakers, and if we have this one vision over and over and over and over then it's it's gonna feel the same and I, I think the great thing about the guardians and what james gunn did was that he brought in something different than he brought in something different of the guardians and it was something brand new into the mcu you put in the russo's in there it's going to be the same vision as as civil war and as all these movies that the russo have been doing the Russo brothers have been doing so. That's just like I would love for them to go out, go out with something, some uh, someone new. I don't, I don't, I don't even think somebody like Ty. I think Taika's good with Thor. Let him be with Thor's third movie. I mean, I'll fourth say, movie if that's happening. But I think yeah. someone new. I think someone new is like my way to go.
1: I'll, I'll say Tyka is my second choice for that, but only, only if Thor is part of the Guardians three movie. Like I think, I think that would be the only way I would want Tyker to do it if. Like if Thor doesn't get any more solo movies, but like he pops up in like the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, like have Taika Waititi directed? Right. I so think, I think I think that could work. And then people people really do want to bring Edgar Wright back. I don't think he's gonna to want to come back after what happened with Ant Man.
0: Yeah, I mean, neither. Yeah, that's just a name I was throwing out there. Who's good? Yeah. I mean, we watch Baby I, I, Driver. I mean, I've
1: seen, yeah, I've seen, I've seen it. I've seen it tossed around. I'm like. People, it's not happening. Like everybody's, everybody's like, yeah, but that was for Ant Man. I'm like, dude, no. He doesn't have. He has a broken relationship with Marvel right now. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I don't. I don't think. I don't think he'd want to come back and do a shared cinematic universe movie because that's not what he wanted to do with Ant Man. He wanted to make Ant Man his own standalone thing.
0: Yeah, and 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 like so, yeah. So as far as the James Gunn thing, it's horrible. And I Guardians was supposed to start filming in January. So I wonder where yeah. this puts Guardians in the whole thing, and who they're, they're gonna have direct and stuff like that. They're
1: definitely gonna have to push it back
0: a little. Yeah, bit, I think right? they're gonna have to push it back. I mean, you got enough, you got enough projects to push it back. I mean, you're fine. Yeah, I think yeah, you have think enough. Like, if you have enough characters to push the movie back, and you have, yeah. you know, maybe maybe this mean maybe this will mean that they like. They put Black Panther two in Guardians two's place or something, or they yeah. or a new movie or whatever work, but they they're fine. They just I think you gotta. I th-
1: sorry, I cut you off. It's, okay, it's I think, okay. I think they I think they gotta at least push Guardians three back now to twenty twenty one. that's I think that's yeah. the earliest it should come out.
0: Yeah, so I mean this is very it is very unfortunate, but I do think they all I think all they need to do the scripts is done. I just think they need they they're gonna have their trouble and they and they like to really like they like to really uh, focus on who they're getting as a director and they don't just like pick anyone off the yeah. street. So, like Zack Snyder. Uh, yeah. So I I hope I I guess we'll see I guess we'll see uh, what happens and what comes with all of that. So yeah, yeah we'll um, move on. We'll move on to our next bit of news and that is. The uh, Comic-Con, 2018 Comic-Con was last week, has come to an end. I shared a lot of my thoughts on uh, Sunday's show with Mitchell. Make sure you guys check that out. But I wanted to get your thoughts on all the trailers. We had the Glass trailer. We had uh, Shazam, Aquaman. We had a bunch of stuff. Um, Fantastic Beasts 2. So were you able to watch all the trailers and what what what, what like what stood out for you?
1: I got, I got to see most of them. I did not watch the Glass trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just because, like, I'm not, like, too interested in M. Night Shyamalan anymore. I call him M. Night Shyamalan-a-ding-dong. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, like, I mean, Split was a return to form. Like, I don't think it's, like, great or anything, you know. I, I watched it, and I was just like, eh, it's okay. But it's a lot better than his previous few movies. Um, so, I mean, that's I think that's kind of why I steered clear from watching the Glass trailers. I'm like, I really don't care. I, even though I do really like Unbreakable as a movie. Um... But uh what sticks out for me, um Fantastic Beasts 2, man. I gotta go there. I gotta go with that over the DC stuff um, for trailers. Uh, Fantastic Beasts 2 looks fucking magical. See, it that
0: trailer great. did nothing for me. Is that just me? That did nothing. It didn't do anything for me as far as storytelling. And it was pretty much the same stuff I got in the first trailer. That's just me. Go ahead. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, yeah I think... I, I think that's the whole point. I think they're trying to keep that under wraps because I think I think when they let slip that it was just like oh Grindelwald trying to start like another like wizard war when they first like announced that before the first trailer even came out, I think that kind of got a lot of people off of their side. they're like, wait, this is just retreading Harry Potter but instead of Voldemort it's Grindelwald. But I think I think a lot of the first trailer sold people, and this trailer sold me even more. Like I want to see this movie. Like I want to see where this story goes with Newt and all the rest of them, and especially Grindelwald. Right. Johnny Depp, I think, is going to be a greatest Grindelwald.
0: Right. So, um, yeah. What did you think about the um? I watched the like I said, I watched the Fantastic Beasts trailer. It was fine to me. Yeah. I watched Fantastic Beasts a few years ago. I thought it was fine. Um it's nowhere near the Harry Potter movies but that's no, just no. that's just oh, a, I, I agree. That's to just me, a given me, but yeah, um to me
1: like to me I mean even the even the first fantastic beast movie like I really like it a lot but it's it's nowhere near as good as Harry Potter it's kind of like it's kind of like what the hobbit is to the lord of the rings like it's still good but it's nowhere near as good as lord of the rings and it's never going to
0: be. Right. So um with that being said what was your thoughts on the um other trailers that went down on um, Comic-Con week?
1: aqua aquaman i was kind of mixed on mm-hmm. uh i think i think it looks promising and unique at the same time but some of the cgi looks like shit i think mm-hmm. especially in the opening scene when he's getting bullied at the uh, at the aquarium and that giant shark just hits the glass i'm like this looks awful mm-hmm. and then uh and then something I noticed too with I, Shazam's probably supposed to be like this, but something with in both those trailers, they look like they're just trying way too hard with the humor.
0: What in the um? I love I loved I actually loved the Shazam trailer. I've I watched that I it, like, over. I watched that trailer over Aquaman's trailer yeah. a lot more, and I was not. The reason why that sold on me because I was not expecting to like anything about the Shazam movie, and I liked yeah. the kids. I like that. Z- I think Zachary Levi is perfectly cast. I thought yeah. it, I thought it was. I thought parts of it was funny. I thought part. Yeah. I think this is. I, I think to That trailer is the right step for them to go in, and I think like. Them toning it down on like all the dark and grim and stuff like that is this is this is the perfect way to do that in my in my eyes and Aquaman. What I'll say about Aquaman is that it doesn't look too humor. It's kind of like a mixed bag of humor and, yeah, a, and then reality yeah. and stuff like that. Like I, I really, ex- I'm excited for James Wan. Of course, the, of course, the CGI is not gonna be 100, percent but I'm excited. No. I'm, I'm, exci- I'm excited. I'm excited because they're filming on the water. And that's an achievement to itself. But
1: Atlantis looks amazing. Yeah, like,
0: I'm excited for James, James Wan is a fantastic director, and I'm so glad that he's, he's partnered, him, him having the villain, uh, be Patrick Wilson, and someone that he's worked with, he looks so stupid though, um, um, he, him having, aside from his look, him having, uh, Patrick Wilson, be his villain, it's kind of reminding me, because he's worked so much with ba- Patrick Wilson in the past, so obviously yeah. he sees something in Patrick, wi- uh, Patrick Wilson a good, as a villain. He's a good actor. Right, and it's kind of reminding me of Ryan Coogler and Michael B. Jordan, and Michael B. Jordan is in all of Ryan Coogler's, literally uh, literally all of his movies, and Patrick Wilson is in like four of, um or five maybe, of, of James, Wan, James Wan's movies. So... It, I, I'm excited for that. It's kind of like when Christopher Nolan will not stop casting Tom Hardy in a lot of his yeah. roles because they work well together and actors who work well with directors usually always leads to a good thing. So I'm excited about both movies. I But for me, I'm excited about Sh- Shazam more. It just looked like a better trailer. So
1: Like, I think... Like, I don't know how if the character Shazam is supposed to be like jokey
0: like that. I think he is. But, he, I mean, he's I a kid. I, he, he's supposed yeah, to be, yeah. Yeah, I think... I think I think the jokes in that, from what I saw in the trailer,
1: I think the jokes in that trailer works better than the jokes in the Aquaman trailer, and I think I think Shazam's going to capture its tone a lot better than uh, Aquaman. That's what it looks like. Because there there were a couple jokes in the Aquaman trailer, like when Mira jumps out of the plane and he's like, "Oh, you gotta love the redheads." I'm like, "Ugh, ugh." Like, are we, Like, I feel like it's just being judgmental in that trailer a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Wait, what you say? You, like you said being such a judgmental? Yeah,
1: like Aquaman, like, when he's like, he's like oh, gotta love the redheads or something. I'm like... Like, um, are we still,
0: like, doing... Yeah, yeah, so... I I, I would have to agree. I liked... Um, the things I did like about the Aquaman trailer, I liked... I think Mara's wig is a little off, unless she's underwater, it looks good. It, but when she's yeah. not in water, it looks a little off. But, um... I liked the tra- I I like that it's kind of it's it's kind of reminded me of Wonder Woman where you're going to see traces Love of him it. of him growing up and stuff it, yeah. and then cuz like even the scene where he's kind of like a teenager that's probably going to be like Wonder Woman as well and then, hey if it ain't if it ain't broke don't fix it as far as like the yeah. the way Wonder Woman did it um I like that I liked that Black Manta's in it with that suit he looks great um
1: so that big giant bug
0: yeah black black manta looks great that shoots
1: freaking freaking laser beams out of his freaking eyes yeah
0: that that's gonna be like that's gonna be like amazing to watch i'm excited for that see i thought
1: i thought the cgi on him was better than the sharks
0: yeah if you if i mean the suit's practical it's just the beams coming out of his eyes yeah that suit's real It's a real suit, oh, okay. but um, I liked, I, I love him in the Injustice games, and I love him in the comics, and he's really cool. So I'm excited to see him and his like army put in work. I think that ending like trench scene when they're all like a big war, I thought that was pretty cool, and that that big like shark monster looking thing biting that other creature was cool to me. Um, yeah. like you said, Atlantis looks, Atlantis looks, looks great.
1: It looks amazing. It's kind of like. To me, Atlantis is kind of like if y- y- you haven't seen Pirates of the Caribbean, the newest Pirates of the Caribbean. right? No, I know I have you refu- don't, I, I know you don't. I know you don't like those. I so, refuse to. Like yeah, there's a scene. There's a scene. There's a scene in the new Pirates of the Caribbean where they um, where they go to like the ocean floor, right? To get like Poseidon's trident. That's kind of what it reminds me of, but just like a giant city.
0: Right, right. That's it. Looks, it looks really, really good. Cool. It looks really good. And James Wan mentioned that he didn't want to show the trailer until Atlantis looked as perfect as it can be right now. Cause you know, yeah. you know, within time, like when we first saw in the Infinity War trailer, that Iron Spider suit suit scene was a video game. It looked like a video game, straight out yeah, of a video game. That, in that first trailer, but then. They trailer. Fixed it. But then they fixed it. Yeah, then they fixed it. By the time the movie came out, and it looked great. So I think that's why I'm not too harsh on the CGI. Once again, it's an underwater movie, not actual underwater, but the it's supposed to be underwater. And, and, I know, it's and a... if he does, if he if he does that task alone to justice, then it it's it's gonna it's a it's another like it's a win in my book for them as far as that. And um, I heard they showed footage every after the trailer everybody was like raving over that as well so that's pretty cool so oh, nice yeah i'm excited about everything that's to come i think this and will one of the questions i asked was that does this bring in new life for dc the, the EU? and i think it does and i think it's it's like coming out coming out of uh dc coming out of comic-con weekend you know, what they really had to hit the, nail, hit the nail in the coffin with was their trailers. And I think for what they were, both trailers delivered. Um, Shazam, of course, this is, just looks great to me because I was not expecting anything from this movie. And I was like, this is going to be... I was looking at all the set photos I am like, this is going to be silly. But it just looks good. It looks fun to me, you know. And there's nothing wrong with fun and movies. And I just, I like it.
1: Yeah. That's, because see, that's the sense even, like, even at parts in, like, Wonder Woman, like, that's kind of, like, the sense of feeling that I'm missing with these DC movies. Like, they're not fun. I mean, Wonder Woman's got some fun sequences, but at the same time, that whole final act is not fun. I'll, I'll say it. that's not fun to watch in, in Wonder Woman. But, like, if they can make it a little, like, you can still have, like, it be dark, but have it a li- be a little more lighthearted, too, at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, come up with a perfect balance of light and dark, you know?
0: Mm-hmm, right. I, then
1: I think I think they're gold.
0: Yeah, and I think I think that's where that's where they're heading, and stuff. So yeah. I'm excited about. I, they showed footage for Wonder Woman 80, uh, 1984, too, and I'm hearing good things about that. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to see where all these movies go. And um, yeah, I think it does bring in new life for them. And both trailers were were good in my book because. Especially with Marvel not being on the panel on Hall H, you had really like Warner Brothers and DC had really really big shoes to like fill, and I think they did it well. I think I think they did it for what for what it was. I think I I think they did it well. So yeah, yeah. We'll um. Same here. Yeah, so we'll move on. Next bit of uh, key topics for today and that is uh, Robert De Niro and Zazie Beetz from Deadpool 2 will be joining the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. Another D- a couple more DC uh, DC news. What are your thoughts on that? That's a Robert De Niro is a good addition. Zazie Beetz is also a good addition. What are I, your thoughts? I knew uh, I
1: knew Zazie Beetz was uh, going to be in it, but the, the De Niro thing's official because I I had heard it's I had,
0: official, heard that, yeah.
1: I had heard that there were reports. Okay, it's official. Um, De Niro's just a top-notch actor, uh, but he's just done a lot of shit lately. So I hope that this isn't one of them. Um, Zazie Beats, I really loved her in Deadpool too. Mm. Um, she was she was the standout of Deadpool too. Right. Uh, so I mean, I think I think this is two really good casting choices for that movie. And Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker, I think that's better than Jared Leto.
0: Yeah, I, I, I I'm I'm excited because this movie is shaping up to be something great and it's going to become, it's going to be, they actually set a release date too, as well. They set a release date for October, 2019. So that's, you know, that's Joaquin Phoenix is an amazing actor. That's close to can Oscar they, season. So, can they
1: just, can they just say that this is like them recasting Jared Leto? I, I, I think
0: they, I, I think this is a test run just to see yeah. what they're going to do with it. Hey, and hey, I'm excited for it. just,
1: just just
0: do a, just do an Edward Norton Mark Ruffalo situation. Yeah, I think this is I think I do think this is just like a test run. And then maybe it'll be revealed that Joaquin Phoenix is now will be in the Batman movie and stuff like that. But I guess we'll just see. I'm I'm just like if this movie comes out and hits it out out of the park, then this testing thing is a really good um, idea. Yeah. And Robert De Niro Robert De Niro and zazie beats are both the great additions to the film so i'm yeah. excited you know i'm excited for that aspect of it I, I'm,
1: I'm just curious as to who robert de niro is gonna play
0: yeah and i'm curious as to see who she's gonna play i think they they, they, yeah. they said that as well but i guess we'll see um all right so we'll move on to the last bit of key topics and that is of course we got to talk about the box office for the weekend now yep lot to dis- lot to discuss about box office cuz there was a lot of stuff opening opening this weekend and a uh, number one number one we have equal the equalizer 2 at number yeah. 1 i'm actually really happy that that that, that came it's through up. it came number number one with uh sony's actually killing it right now hotel transylvania at number three and then equalizer yeah. two at number one uh 36 million for equalizer two i was not expecting that and that's great wow, that that's great yeah I'm, I'm really happy for that film because that was a fun movie my boss saw it and he was he was gushing over it really really good movie um, i really like the i really
1: like the, the first two for hotel transylvania and then equalizer two obviously the
0: both of them are great, right? And then at number two we had Mama Mia. Here we go again. Wasn't able to see that unfortunately. I I, I, yeah, I, I want to either. though, but um that made thirty four million, um for in its opening weekend. Number three was Hotel Transylvania two, uh, bringing in twenty three million. Ant Man and the Wasp bringing in sixteen million. Um, Incredibles two at number four. Um, Incredibles two at number wow the uh. The number five, six, and seven spot is very interesting. So we have Incredibles two at number f- at number um number f- what is that? No, okay, sorry guys. We have Incredibles two at number five, and that did eleven million. Um, yeah. and then we had skyscraper at number six that did eleven million as well, but like it was like f- f- it was like five hundred thousand dollars less than Incredibles two, and then Falling Kingdom. Jurassic World did 11 million, but that was like a 100 million away from Skyscraper, and then number eight we had the first Purge with 5 million. Number nine, disappointing, unfriended Dark Web, and its opening weekend did 3 million. That's no, that's no bueno. Um, uh, yeah, that's a no go. Yeah, that means it's not resonating well with audiences. I'm hearing mixed things about it, and I they tried the whole they tried the whole thing with oh let's do the uh, two endings thing so people can go see it It did yeah, not
1: i i i think i think a lot of what they're shipping out to theaters from what i've heard is like the bad ending
0: right and it did not do well it just it did three million that's not good so um it did three million this weekend opening weekend so that means next weekend it's probably gonna barely hit a million that's 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 not good um yeah yeah so what are your thoughts on the um uh box office
1: why is skyscraper still in the top ten? Same with Jurassic World. Get in the fucking bathroom,
0: people. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> come on! Do we really love
1: cloned kids and the Rock tripping over a peg leg that much?
0: Oh my God, the movie was so bad. I hated it. Uh, I'm just so really,
1: terrible. I'm just really
0: happy for Equalizer too. I'm still on that I know, because I am too, yeah. listen, in 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 the summer of all these. This is probably one of the biggest summer of film we've gotten in a long time, and for the Equalizer to come out on top, good shit, you know, yeah, good shit. So that's exciting, people, and um, people are
1: actually realizing that there's some action films out there that aren't. I, I won't say the Equalizer two is great, but it's competent,
0: mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, and it's not cheesy. You—it's no. believable, and the reason why *Skyscraper* sucked was that it tried to be serious, but it was so cheesy, you know. Yeah. And it just yeah. didn't work, and it was not believable at all. Why are you fighting in a golf ball? It's just horrible. <laughs> but like,
1: <laughs> I mean, dude, it, it, it was a giant golf ball,
0: wasn't it? It was with mirrors. What? <laughs> dude, is it, is it, where, the, where the fuck
1: did he get that
0: sword? It's just the sword, and this is spoiler alert. Whatever, dude, the movie sucks. See,
1: I needed that. That movie needed. More to like the, the sword stuff,
0: right? And and like I said in my in my in my review, I'm glad actually you're here talk. We're here talking about this together. Is like that mo- Equalizer two was everything skyscraper should have been, and that is a yeah. fun throwback summer movie. And it tried yeah. to be that in all the wrong ways, and it's but then just
1: there's going to be those people that are going to hate the Equalizer two though. Oh, because it's too much talking. It's more of a thriller and not an action movie. Well, no, like it's not supposed to be like a straight up like shoot 'em up action movie.
0: Right, and it's just it's a it's a good film, and it's like it's sad that people rather go see a badass fifty year old man kick ass than The Fucking Rock. That just goes to show that The Rock needs to go away for a while. Yeah, I've been saying this for really weeks. Does. The guy needs to Dude, go away. Damn it! Yeah, and then Shit. And then I have
1: a I have a friend on Facebook who was like he lives I think he lives in uh, Tennessee now. Um, but he was like he was trying to get people to go to the movies with him. He's like he's like what do I go see? Everybody's like Jurassic World, skyscraper. I'm like don't see any of those. I'm like Jurassic World is good is not, not even good, but it's just. It's entertaining in that cheesy way for the first half. It has one of the worst plot twists ever. And then Skyscraper completely sucks. Everybody's like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, I review films. I want to make that my living. So, right. like, yeah, I do know what I'm talking about.
0: Right. And he's, it's like, just... he's
1: like, I haven't agreed with you for years. I'm like, yeah, I know. But just take my <laughs> advice.
0: It's, yeah, so it's just, and you're going to get people like that. Casual fans. Oh, who, yeah. who think they know everything about film. They don't, yeah. but yeah, I'm. I'm really. I can't say it. One. Well, I can't say it. Any. I can't say it. Um. Uh, enough. I'm really excited about the Equalizer two and what it did. Mama Mia, Mama. Mia. Here we go again. Also did really well, and I'm hearing that. That's pretty fun as a film. So yeah, I yeah. didn't
1: like the. I didn't, I didn't
0: like the first one, but. Um... Yeah, I'm hearing good things. Pretty good week. So yeah, pretty good weekend. Uh, for the box office. Um, eighth grade sadly came in at number 17 because it's very of course, it's, because
1: a, it's an indie, it's, it's an indie right. film and nobody appreciates that
0: nobody damn blind spotting did really bad I was not expecting that
1: what's blind spotting
0: it's a new film that that's, I'm hearing a lot of praise but it didn't even break the top 20 it came at number 21 uh, like below Deadpool 2 and in, in Infinity War ow Yeah. Ow. Yeah. ow that's not good, McQueen. I don't know what that oh. is, but ninety-eight thousand dollars. Jesus Christ! Um.
1: I, I, I bet you all these movies that are in like the bottom, like thirty, are right. like critically acclaimed movies. Listen,
0: actually, for actually though, for an indie film like Eighth Grade that cost a buck to make, it was really it good.
1: Actually
0: did pretty good, and I really, really enjoyed it. But it it made, it made almost 900,000 and that's, you know, for what for that, what that's the movie is. It's not movie. bad. Leave No Trace actually made almost a million this weekend. That's good. I'm happy oh, good. for those films and it's just yeah. 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 So um yeah guys, that's the um that's the box office for this week. And we'll move on to our fast track news where I go through a bunch of stuff. We'll get our thoughts on it, and yeah, we'll get we'll get going. So, breaking news today: um, Charlie's Angels has a reboot cast. Kristen Stewart, why? Naomi Scott, oh. great, and Ella Balinska. Sorry if I said that name what? wrong. And what the hell is that? Um, she's she's beautiful, and I I, I don't know I don't know much of her work. I don't, I don't know much you know of I mean? her work. But, I
1: mean, if she's beautiful. That explains why she was cast.
0: Um, I'm trying to. She's a British, um, British actress. And then uh, this is this is also kind of interesting. Elizabeth Banks is she's gonna be directing the movie and she's gonna be playing Bosley. Jesus. That's strange. I'm not. I'm not getting good vibes on this at all.
1: No, I'm, I'm no, actually. I mean, I mean, I'm I mean, actually
0: kind of really thinking fun. about it. I'm like, I'm, I'm not getting good <laughs> I mean, vibes from this. I mean, do
1: you expect a Charlie's Angels movie to be good
0: anyway? Listen, I think the first, I think the, I think the True Barrymore and I call the for what, yeah, for what the, those, those, are, those they're better than skyscraper. Those are fun. Oh, yeah. Those, those are fun movies that I enjoy. I own and stuff. And Charlie's Angels is supposed to be like a fun. Three sisters, or three girlfriends, who's just trying to that kick are, ass. Like supermodels. Dude, I don't get that vibe from Kristen Stewart, though. What? Uh, no, <laughs> I don't, no, Naomi no. Scott. She was in Power Rangers. That's fine. Ella Belin, oh, B- that. I thought you said Naomi Watts. No, no, no Naomi Scott. Um, she's oh, good. right. Oh, she's me. from Power Rangers. She's-
1: I, I, I feel like I feel like this probably shouldn't be the time where we're gushing over how beautiful these people are, but yeah, they're beautiful.
0: <laughs> they they are. It's a beautiful cast, but Ella Belinska, I'm sure she'll be fine. It's just Kristen Stewart is rubbing me the wrong way.
1: Like I think I think Kristen Stewart like uh, take Jeez. Twilight out of the equation. Like I think Kristen Stewart's a fine actress, but she's not attractive.
0: No, I don't see I don't I don't think I'm not gonna go there. She's, I'm she's I'm not fugly. gonna I'm. I'm not gonna go as far as someone's look. I'm just going the fact of what I've seen for from her in film, and she's this dull character. She's this dull actress. She's very dull oh, on yeah. screen. yeah, I remember seeing
1: her on Saturday Night Live, and she had like no charisma whatsoever. Yeah, she's
0: just very. So I mean, I this I, I don't know. There's been stranger things that's happened, she, but
1: she, she's, she's just super strange too. Like when you when you like when you like look at the way she like acts in like these movies, it's just, it's, it's super strange.
0: Yeah, it's um. I don't think she. I don't think she's a great actress. And I don't. As far as Charlie's ain't Charlie's Angels, the thing about all three of them and Cameron Diaz, Lucy Liu, and Drew Barrymore all had was that they were charismatic as hell. Yeah. And I'm getting
1: and, and, and Drew Barrymore, like I. I mean, I can't say about Lucy Liu, Cameron Diaz to an extent. They're funny.
0: The 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 thing about um the thing about naomi scott is that i know she has charisma from the power ranger movie okay yeah. elizabeth elizabeth bank uh helm to direct we'll see but it's just what's rubbing me the wrong way is ella belinska i'm not gonna i'm not gonna shame a new actress if she's brand new because we've yeah. we've been surprised before see. and yeah, stuff you gotta
1: see what they got
0: yeah. and right it's just Kristen Stewart. I don't get the vibe of Charlie's Angels from Kristen Stewart, and for me, that has nothing to do with her looks or anything like that. I think she's, I think she's, I think she's, um, I think she's a very beautiful person. But it's just her as an actress. I just don't read the vibe of Charlie's Angels at all. But that's no, just me. I don't so, I, um, uh, I
1: mean, I shouldn't, I mean, I shouldn't base it on looks, but I mean, I kind of am.
0: Right. So, all right. Yeah. So I, I guess we'll see how the movie comes out. You know, I'm still I love I actually really enjoyed Charlie's Angels as a whole. I love the TV show. I enjoyed the movies that came with it. So, I guess we'll can I, see.
1: Can I ask you this? Yeah. What what's your opinion on the sequel Charlie's Angels Full Throttle? Full
0: Throttle, I don't think Full Throttle was that I don't think Full, full Throttle was really really good. I thought it was, yeah. like... I, I don't, just the first one, mostly? Just the first one, mostly. I really enjoy, You know, and actually... I actually did, like, a rewatch of it. And for what it is, I had I a good time with, I like, good time like, with that first movie. It's supposed to be,
1: like, stupid and
0: dumb, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be, like, silly and fun. It's just... You're not... Su- listen, mean, it's not supposed to be some... Yeah. Like, Equalizer yeah. 2. For what... It, it was a good thriller. Charlie's Angels is literally something like Ocean's 8, where it's just yeah. fun... And you're just trying to like, it's just like a fun little action movie. Dude, girls. I mean, I
1: mean, at least, at least like a movie that has like hot, attractive girls. is better than the DOA
0: movie, Dead or Alive movie. You know, oh like, yeah, you remember, right.
1: You remember that Dead or Alive movie that came out because they, because the games were so popular and they had like Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball. They made yeah. a movie off that with all the attractive girls. That movie sucks. At yeah. least Charlie's Angels. I'll give it. I'll give it that. Charlie's Angels is not like that. Thank God.
0: Yeah, and I enjoyed it. I haven't watched the thing about Full Throttle is that I haven't watched it in such a long time, so I have to yeah. rewatch it. I rewatched um the first Charlie's Angels a few months ago and I still had a good time with what for what it was and oh, stuff bet, like yeah. that. And I remember liking it a lot when I was a kid. And you know, yeah. to be honest, those movies paved the way for a lot of the female empowered action kind of fl- kind of flicks. So yeah. yeah, I enjoyed it. So I guess we'll see with that. Um, other parts of the f- other um seg segments for the uh, fast track news is uh, the Alita Battle Angel trailer dropped. I think a few days ago, Ryan Reynolds is producing an R-rated Home Alone reimagining called Stoned Alone. Okay. Um, Stoned Alone. Yes. Okay. And then Mission <laughs> Impossible is actually tracking this weekend. opens this weekend, and it's tracking a huge like um a huge um. Box office for the entire franchise, you know, the biggest box office in the franchise, and for Tom Cruise, it's tracking. I think is supposed to be tracking 130, but then the latest, Holy shit. yeah, the latest track, uh, the the latest like, um, uh, tracking is is marking at 150. If an action wow. movie, a straight up action movie, can pull in that much, then that says a lot. Dude, not
1: even a James Bond movie can pull in that much.
0: That would be big if that happens. Actually I'm about to look so I'll get your thoughts while I look this up and stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, so what are your what are your um what are your thoughts on that?
1: I honestly thought that the tracking for Mission Impossible Fallout would be closer to like eighty or ninety. Really? I did not expect it to be like I, I thought I thought it could probably get a hundred, especially with how the reviews are going so far. Mm hmm but but like, I did not expect it to be tracking close to 150 million. Right. Because like, it, it, like, especially for like that series. Like, I mean, I get it. It's probably it's probably because Tom Cruise is the selling point. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, I don't think like Ghost Protocol or even Rogue Nation like made that much money opening weekend.
0: Okay. I mean, I can... So, Jesus, wait, really? Wait, hold on. Um, Ghost Protocol, Ghost Protocol opening weekend actually. Didn't do that well. It um, it did. Hold on, I'm trying to figure out week number one. Ghost Protocol did 12 million. Um, Opening weekend. I that's correct. I'm trying to like make sure I'm not like tripping over here because it says week number one. Mission. Yeah, yeah,
1: I just looked it up too. Uh, 12.8 million over its opening weekend.
0: Number it didn't. It wasn't number one. That's actually. That's actually incredible. Um,
1: yeah,
0: it, I did not know be, because
1: it it had a limited release at first. So I think I think it came out like a week early for a limited release. Okay. And then and then it expanded on its sixth day, and that's when it reached here. The here
0: it one is. Um, was, limited opening weekend, twelve million. Wide opening weekend, twenty nine. Yeah. That's a little better. But I was like, oof! <laughs> I was like, damn, <laughs> that's no I know. That, that's no so hole.
1: Do you
0: know what Rogue Nation made? Um, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, that's why I'm going
1: to try and find it, too. That's
0: why Box Office Mojo is just so great. Um, Yeah, opening weekend, Rogue Nation did $55 million. Yeah, um, so, like... And that was going up against Vacation <laughs> and Ant-Man, actually, in, in its third weekend. Oh, um, uh,
1: yeah. I mean, that's no comment.
0: Oh, my God. Do you remember these movies? I'm going down a list of Miss uh, 2015's uh, July 31st. July 31st, right uh, Weekend. We got number one, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Number two, Vacation. Number three was Ant-Man. Number four yeah. was Minions. Five was Pixels. Horrible. Uh, oh, si- my God. <laughs> Trainwreck. I actually really enjoyed that movie. Southpaw, Paper Towns, Inside Out, Jurassic World, Terminator Genisys. <laughs> <laughs> Genesis.
1: Oh, my God. Oh,
0: man. Oh. Um, okay, so oh, let man. me look up... Guys, if you hear a lot of if you hear a lot of clicking, that my freaking mouse is like loud as fuck. But let's um, uh, okay. let me look, let me look at, cause that if that is, if both those movies didn't even break it to like fifty million, um, then that, dude, Fallout dude, the fact, making that much is like, insane.
1: Yeah, I know. And I think it has to. Do, I think it has to do with Tom Cruise as the selling point. Cause everybody loves Tom Cruise. Like he's always on cruise control. He's always running. Sorry for that terrible pun. Um. But, uh and I I think it's just I think it's just the reviews too and then if people really like it like if they see it opening weekend like it could still make a solid amount of money next weekend too if it gets really good word of mouth.
0: Right. So all right, so I'm not um I'm not uh, okay, so you said you think it's so on Tom Cruise. I disagree because the mummy came out horrible. American Mate came out didn't do well. Um, mummy came out didn't do well. So I just think it's yeah, the franchise. I think true. everyone just loves a nice little spy movie here and there, or, you know, action yeah, movie. That, that,
1: that's the thing, too. Like, this is, like, the American version of James Bond. Like, okay. this, is the closest, this is the closest we're going to have to, like, our own, like, action hero.
0: Right. Okay, so I'm looking at something right now, and now this, this is saying that the sixth installment of Mission Impossible franchise is targeting a huge opening... Of 50 to 65 million. But the article I looked at earlier said 150.
1: Maybe maybe worldwide?
0: Okay, then that's probably where I messed up. Because I was like, wait a minute, Mission Impossible 150? Yeah. But, yeah. I, was like, I was like, holy shit! That's like Star Wars money or something. But I like, know. um, let me fucking figure this shit out. Um, sorry, guys. We're going full uncut here and full. A director's cut for this podcast. Dun, I'm not cutting. Dun, 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 dun. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna right, edit right, we're, anything we're, out. We're gonna, do, we're gonna do a mission that is impossible, and that is trying to figure out. Jesus, what that this was movie horrible. Is going oh to my make. god, that was horrible. <laughs> that was so bad. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> 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 what the fuck is this? Our, article? our mission,
1: should we choose to accept it, is to figure out how much this movie's gonna make opening weekend. Okay,
0: yeah, that that's our mission. That is our mission. You are totally right. Okay, it was from Screen Rant, I believe. Now, let me go down on these fuckers page. Uh nope, that's not it. That's not it. Okay, here it is. Guys, once again, I'm not cut. I'm not editing, editing this, any any of this out cuz we're going to give you the full uncut look of what we go through. Um I see this is a long article by the way. Yeah, maybe I was just reading it too fast and stuff.
1: excited to see
0: Henry Cavill's mustache. Dude, I don't I don't care what you say. Everything that trailer, that part when he pumps up his fist is why dude, I'm seeing dude, the movie. When he
1: reloads his arms,
0: I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> that's why I'm seeing the movie. Yes, that's arms just that's it. That's it. And even the trailer, the beat goes with him doing it. I'm just like, I'm I'm in for Henry Cavill and his pump up arms. Okay, so it's saying now it could go as high as 75 million. Or seventy million, or seventy-three yeah, that seems, million. That seems more reasonable. That yeah. seems more reasonable. I think. Okay, I read a. There's probably worldwide it's gonna make that much. All yeah. right. Sorry, false alarm. <laughs> false alarm. Don't mind me, you guys. Guys,
1: panties in a twist for a minute.
0: I guess so. False alarm. That's what happens over here when you work. Wake up at four a.m. to work, dude.
1: Dude, the next the next time the next time we see henry cavill play superman he better he better reload his arms like a shotgun.
0: He better and then fucking fly to somewhere <laughs> after he does it. I don't know. Yeah. It's just something. But um uh, all right guys, so that's um that is our uh fast track news of the week. We're going to move into some television news and we're going to run down this real quick cuz we do unfortunately have to end this show pretty quickly to cuz we're going to go check out the mission impossible fallout. Um, speaking of yeah, speaking of, so, hopefully we can try to get a review up tonight. I don't know, I'd be really tired, guys, and like you guys, I know because it's if, like two and a half hours. Right, if you guys, it's the like,
1: longest. Mi- like, th- is there any need for a Mission Impossible movie to be two hours and twenty five minutes? I don't know, but
0: like I haven't heard any complaints about the time.
1: I haven't either, actually. So I heard maybe it, I heard it's maybe. Like pretty well paced.
0: So maybe that means there's a lot of shit going down, I'm that's fine with me.
1: I, I think so because. Because the way Ghost Protocol set up Rogue Nation and then the way Rogue Nation ends... Right. It's... It's gotta...
0: It has to, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Alright, so we're gonna get into the television news to wrap this up really quickly. Uh, So, Chris Hardwick is reinstated by AMC talking dead after the investigation of his assault case. Uh, Game of Thrones Season 9 will premiere in the first half of 2019. Whoop, whoop. Um, Buffy the Bamfire... The... Wow, the Bamfire. Um... (laughs) <laughs> <Vampires>. Buffy the <laughs> Vampire Slayer Shut up Buffy the Vampire Slayer Reboot is announced with Joss Whedon at the helm Awesome Yellowstone from Paramount Network Has been renewed for season 2 Which is a really good show Especially if you're a fan of um of Sicario and Wind Rivers the same director for that oh, show really? Oh really? Yeah, Taylor Sheridan? yeah he's, he direct- I think he, he produces oh, and directs nice. the show um, Yeah so that's I'm, the show he created. Yeah, man. I'm hearing really good things about it. I've I've watched like two episodes. But oh, it's, if, it, it's,
1: if it's if it's Taylor Sheridan, it's gotta
0: be great. Right, and it and it stars um, it stars I'm forgetting the name who plays Superman's father in Man of Steel. Kevin,
1: Kevin Costner.
0: Yes, it stars um Kevin Costner, and yeah, I I, I watched two seasons, two episodes of it, and it, it's, that's actually pretty good. So, it's like a Western crime type of thing. It's pretty cool. Uh, uh, Taylor Sheridan loves his Westerns, huh? But, like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, he does. He really does. So, and then our last bit of uh, TV news is Orange is the New Black. Season 6 premieres tomorrow on Netflix. I'm excited. I'm going to be binge-watching that show. So, yeah. Anything stand out to you, Alex, or for the uh, television news?
1: We finally know when Game of Thrones is coming back. Thank you. I know. And we don't have to, I know. We it's coming back sooner than expected. I I was worried that it was really gonna come back in like the last half of next year. Now it's the first half. I'm like, yeah, yes! first half. Yes.
0: Thank <laughs> you. Um. <laughs> so yeah, first half of next year. Game of Thrones get hype. But yeah, anything else?
1: Buffy Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, Joss Whedon. That that should be interesting.
0: Yeah, he created. He he did this show. Um, you know he did he did the original show, so that's gonna be yeah. exciting to watch. Is Sarah Michelle Geller coming back? Don't think so. Ah,
1: fuck
0: that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. But yeah, I think <laughs>
1: for,
0: to look at. I think for um, I think for me, it's definitely Orange Is the New Black season six because it's a good show. For them, I didn't like last season, but you know, for the most part, it's still a good show. Um, and then Chris Hardwick, I mean, congratulations to him on clearing his yeah, name and definitely. coming back. Because he's a really big part of, of, of Talking Dead and AMC in general. So I'm happy for yeah. him. And yeah, that's, that's yeah. um, That is the uh, television news of the week, you guys. Of course, there's a bunch more. But that's like, if we go through all of them, that's going to be... That's the gist. Like, yeah, we'll be here all day. But um yeah, we'll get into some closing segments. Movie pull list. Alex, what you got?
1: All right, on Blu-ray, DVD, digital, and 4K this week, we have Steven Spielberg's
0: Ready Player One. Oh, my God, such a good movie. Awesome movie. Still didn't... I bought it. I didn't rewatch it yet, though. I gotta Mm rewatch it. Um, Shout Factory uh, Collector's
1: Edition of In the Mouth of Madness. I believe that's a John Carpenter film that Mm -hmm. stars Sam Neill, I believe. Mm -hmm. I I love those Shout Factory collections, those... those, Those covers are really cool. Right.
0: Yeah, Um, really, really good covers. They drop like an It cover too. It looks kind of cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, That's really it for this week. But I do have news as to when a big movie is coming out on Blu-ray. If you like islands, if you like volcanoes... If you like exploding
0: volcanoes. God damn it, on an don't do this. Don't do this. Of dinosaurs. Don't do this, God damn it. Please don't do this. Don't do this. please don't do this. don't do this, please don't do this, don't do this. No, I will not be picking it up. Jesus Christ, you did it did you. you did it, didn't you? You did it. I did. I did. You did it. I, I mean went, you couldn't yeah. mention you couldn't mention solo or Deadpool 2 coming out soon or Avengers hey. coming out so you had to just talk about the fucking dinosaurs. So, solo Star
1: Wars story, In the movie that should have made a lot more money than it did at the box office, is on Blu-ray September twenty
0: fifth. Wait, how the Deadpool fuck? How the fuck is Jurassic World coming first? I don't know. What? <laughs> Whatever. Probably because people just want to like own dinosaurs, except like not physically, just on a disc. Right. Whatever. That's all right. Um Dreddy Player One. I picked that up. I picked up a nice steel book for that movie. I yeah, didn't that get Steel a Book chance. Is sexy. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to rewatch it as well, but that's definitely on my list. Really good yeah. movie, really fun movie. Oh, such a great movie. Um
1: That's an action movie, people, not fucking skyscraper or Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom.
0: Right, exactly. You're right. So, yeah, we'll get into uh what's going on for the page this weekend. We're going to end it right there. You guys, this week, I guess um Tonight we can try it. We're gonna to try to get our Mission Impossible Fallout review. If it's too, if it's really quick, sorry, but yeah. <laughs> it's like we got we got shit to it, do in the but, morning, especially yeah, me. Yeah,
1: you gotta get up at like four,
0: right? Right. So if it's too quick of a review, we'll definitely try to do like a spoiler review at some point um, when we both have like time in. But uh, shit, tomorrow, you
1: know what I, you do, I I just realized: is the movie seven or seven thirty?
0: so we're gonna be out there for fucking, like, to, like... Okay. For eternity. (laughs) But, um, yeah, guys, so tomorrow, I know you guys have been asking about the Cinemania live show. Listen, okay, my girl Christina is just a workhorse, and she's been putting in some hours and stuff like that, and she's trying to better her life in film. Damn it. And she's just been busy. I've been busy. We've been busy. We've been, um just busy you guys but we're trying our best. We're going to have an update on the live show very very soon. Hopefully tomorrow we can get one up for you guys. We know you miss it. We know you keep sending in your your questions through Podbean. We're going to get it. We're going to get through it. But are you
1: are you with with the live show? Are you ever going to have it set up so like people can actually call in?
0: That is that is definitely down the road when we have like a better a bigger production like a stu- we need a studio for stuff like that honestly yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. and this is i would love to that would be great but we need a because bigger i would
1: lo- i would love the prank call
0: Bro, oh, fuck you we need like a bigger <laughs> <laughs> we need like a bigger audience uh once we get like a bigger audience once we get more of a studio set up for these shows then definitely yeah but um yeah that's going to be probably tomorrow this weekend i'll cook up some ranking shows i know people have been asking about like if we can do some ranking shows like Top 10 This and Top 10 That. I know Jenny has a Top 10 list on the... Uh, every Tuesday, she uploads a Top 10 list on the Facebook page. So you guys can look out, look out for that. But other than that, guys, check out all of our content on the Cinemania pages. We are now on Twitter, on YouTube, on Facebook, on CastBox, and we're on we're Podbean. Ba-
1: we're basically everywhere, and we're nowhere.
0: And exactly so follow us everywhere guys thank you guys for listening alex thanks you again for joining me i will see you in a in like an hour yep <laughs> so yeah thank you guys for joining us we'll talk to you soon bye-bye see you later.